0: Hello, this is Augusta as usual and welcome in this week as usual special Augusta LA podcast on this weekend to full gear. This is tonight, full gear is up. Plus we got we got some review we're gonna be recapping review shows from Raw, SmackDown, Out, Dynamite Rampage. Plus, we also have we also have gonna have big news stories we're gonna talk about. Plus, we, we're gonna so think a big surprise at the end with only full gear, so stay tuned to that, and let's let's start with Dynamite. Alright, let's start with the AEW Dynamite recap. We got Casanoli, dancing defeating Jericho and Guevara. Casoli made Jericho tap out. It was a great tag team matchup. I see Jericho retain the belt, but Casanoli might try to win the title. But anyway, it was a great matchup. You know, mm-hmm. Okay, we got Steve Darby promo with full gear. It's Showtime. Then we got the acclaimed music video involving, mm, oh yeah, Keith Lee, Swerve. We had some Capo Sano stuff. He is officially all lead. He's involved. It was something else. Then we had uh, Swerve Strickland versus Anthony Bowens. So yeah, it was like this. Owens and Owen like, like, basically, Bowens and Swerve to fight it out. Like, Swerve was targeting Bowens' left arm. Like, yeah, it was targeting the arm. And that's how Swerve got the victory. And we got more to talk about big man slapping meat meat sauce and stuff. Then we go to the recap with Shivani in the ring with Samoa Joe. Let's go to the talk. Joe says, he said it was an honor to share the ring with Shivani. It terminates them by asking if he thought it was shocking and attack. attacked Warlow. Then he asks you, is it shocking when a man refuses to victim or state the fact that action? Warlow ran his mouth, and for that mistake, he has to pay the ultimate price. Is that a shocker? I refuse to evict these people tonight. If you and anyone else have a problem, they could take it up with Simone Joe. Well, we got Powerhouse Hobbs coming out and saying Joe is late to the party because he's been the one kicking Warlow's ass. Hobbs talk- talks about kicking Joe's ass too. Hobbs about to end the ring. Warlo music hits. Warlo comes to the crowd, attacks Joe from behind. All three men brawl as the locker room clears out to separate them. Warlo si- wipes out security. Dark Order allows Warlord to attack, which is pretty funny. And Warlo fl- flews over the ropes to take out Hobbs, Joe, and security. It was crazy, wild, and crazy. It was like a big meat fest With big, fat, meaty men ready to beat each other's dicks out. Yeah, like hot lusted. Beat down some meat in it yeah. Okay, backstage with Brit Baker cutting the promo of Saria. Well she, here she said you told people I'm not a star and they don't been here in three years. I turned to the face of the company that time. This is what she said. And what she says is I learned as you take the blame, everyone else take credit, I took my opportunity, ran with it until everyone else stayed with me and DMD. This is based on Britt Baker saying that she ran the she ran the women's division for three years. On to go. I wrestled wrestle MSG, I wrestled Dave's place for a year and people couldn't come to us when we were there for them. We kept the fire burning, it's something you'll never know. I respect you for addiction for addiction and in your injury and paid the ground for me. But this business eros you knew nothing. It moves on, it won't belittle me and my blood sweat and tears. I had the heart and soul pulse of AEW. You think you're above it? Then get the hell out. Well, what I get for this promo is that Brit Bigger's pissed that Serena started taking all that she has and and Britt's gonna fight back. It's gonna be it like a babyface promo, and Saria's more of the bad guy. So, mm-hmm. you know, Saria's gonna win, but Britt Baker most, most likely is gonna turn babyface because Britt Baker's been doing great. We're getting Saria baby, and Britt Baker fighting it out in the future in, a, in full gear. I wanna see more of this more often with Britt Baker and the other women. Let's make this happen. Alright, Tony, make it happen. Alright, we gotta like, mm hmm. Death Triangle to be a top flight and AR Fox to retain the AEW trio Champion. Pac pins Fox for the win. Uh-huh. Death Triangle post match promo. Let's talk about it. Fox asks the crowd if Death Triangle stupid or aware, they mentioned the elite video as a rumor. Yes, it's alleged the Elite was suspended, but the rumors were spreading and, and Pac asked them the questions. Then Pox says that if certain people think think they can make their return full game barrels Death Triangle, they say, well, that's ridiculous. This is what Pac says more. You know who you are, the crowd Chance Elite. Pac tells them to bring the heat because Death Triangle does run for anybody. Then we get a graphic for show for the Elite versus Death Triangle. Pac says, we've been waiting for you. So we're going to have the Elite versus Death Triangle at full gear this Sunday. So let's hope. Let's see how big it is. The Elite. Full gear. Let's see what they could do. Try something new. Mm-hmm. A graphic shown for the Elite versus Death Triangle. Which is already talked about. Mm-hmm. Alright, we go to the AEW World Championship Eliminator semi final. Ethan Page beat, defeated Bandino. Yeah, basically, Page defeated Bandino. It wasn't a crazy matchup between Bandino and Page. Like, Page put everything he had, Bandino put everything he had, but Page got the victory. Page wins. I'm going for next Wednesday, Wednesday in the finals. Either Ricky Starks or, or Lance Archer or Brian Cage. Anyway, let's get to the show. Okay. Then we got the AEW UK debut. The crowd going to be insane. They had a UK debut. It was sweet. Quite nice. And nice. Yeah. Pretty much. We got an untitled dickass Tony Stark defeated Anna and with a, with a tight butthole. Post-match, Jamie Hayter, and Tony Storm face off. Like Tony Stark and Jamie Hayter had a face off, which was the better Big Booty. No, saying. Mm-hmm. Now we go to the John Moxley and. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was like John Moxley and JF Promo. Yeah. That was a recap of the main event. I'm sorry. I'm a little off. Anyway, Moxley makes his way to the crowd, accompanied by Regal. Mox stays Justin Roberts for the intro. Moxley said championship doesn't make the man, the man takes the championship. So, who is Moxley? He talks shakes and backs it up. He's the best wrestler on earth. He takes all the comers and defines any other world champion. Being in wars, pain, and violence, he loves it and literally doesn't care about getting hurt. That's who John Moxley is. He asks who's that NJF is. He found NJF is a good singer. one ring one, one win in the ring in six months. Took a vacation like Hillman came back for the worst ending in you know, a lot of action you are seeing Now he's challenging Mox. Mox sees Engine drifting with security. Kid playing wrestling, a kid was afraid he wouldn't live up to the hype. Mox calls out Engine, but so halfway appears the front attack of Mox when Engine makes a save. Engine said he didn't say Mox likes him. I didn't want any excuses from you or your piss at fan club when I knock you out. No time to right. Not right, Will. When I got into his business, this is what he says. I want to be the best. I know I am the, in the fight of my life, but I, I know I ain't the same kid when you first fought. You can dump it out of my head, make me bleed, pop my ligaments, but I won't stop till I need that belt more than I need food, water, or oxygen. When you hold that time, it makes you the best, and it's my time. I heard what he said on the the devil. The greatest trick the devil ever put was convincing the world he doesn't exist. You'll find out, full gear, that I am Maxwell Jacob Fryman. Mox stops and says, I will never saw that pill anyway. You got the heart. We'll see it. We'll pull it out of you. Mox catches himself saying Sunday rather than Saturday. And the himself full gear. The train wheels come off. Moxley bumps his shoulders into NJ while ring Riggle to close the show. Oh, Dynamite was, okay, close Go Home Show for full gear. I want to see more of that more often. and Or Go Home Show for our future pay-per-views more often. Yeah. Alright, this is where We're gonna do a Raw recap because I'm gonna try something new with Raw or SmackDown and give them a chance. I wanna give them a chance. Let's do a recap. We're gonna talk about it. I short like shortly before Raw kicked on money right on this week. WWE made an announcement to the previous non-title match between US and Rollins and Ballard and the fact that fight will be held on the line. Honestly, it was one step of the big push for during Raw to keep the Rollins in the US title front center. Yeah, that was pretty much. Yeah, I didn't watch Raw, I had to read up the highlights and the recap, so... Yeah, basically it was about the US title. Simple as that. Then we got Rollins, Firestone, not only worried about Baller challenging, also Lashley, focused on regaining the belt, Austin Theory, displaying a new violent streak pursuing his own second reign with the title. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, pretty much, this is like... Yeah, hmm honestly. Okay, anyway. Mm-hmm. Lashley defeated Mufasa Ali by submission to the Hurt Lock. Lashley erupted a for promo, over the show. Told Rawls he would not stop attacking his US title shot back. Holding the point out that Lashley had a match set last week. We had accepted the open time instead attacked taking Rawls by our end. Ali erupted and Lashley leading at Lashley and were repeatedly beat down from the previous week. Yeah, like Lashley destroyed Mufasa Ali by submission. Yeah, that was the match. Alright, Dolce Ziggler defeated Austin Theory disqualification after fans the fans of that stopped attacking outside of the ring. They was furious at Ziggler for wrestling him like a kid and offered advice on the Theory's failed money in the bank cash-in. Yeah, basically Austin Theory had a an attack of his own, beat up Dolce Ziggler, kicked his ass. Pretty much. Yeah, he's pretty much kicked his ass. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. United States title main event, Rollins defeated Ballard by pinfall. The Judgment Day made their way to the ring during the match, immediately gave Vol- involved for the UFC to make the same in the chaos. Baller went to the top row, hit the coupe to grace, but shoved by AJ Styles. The two sides were brawling to the crowd as Rollins hit a stop for the win. After the match, Rollins thoroughly ran to the ring. Attacked Rollins after he hit the champion with an A-Town down for continuing outside the the ring, time the ring. The show ended and Theory hit Rollins with the title belt. So yeah, it's always referencing when WWE expands beyond two or three individuals in a title picture. Honestly, Rollins is a big name champion, big names chasing him. Theory got interested in a more dangerous in version of himself. Reynolds cash in now feels like a real threat as an individual. Beyond that, Lashley remains committed to try to win his title back. Rally, anyone gets in his way. Even I raises the dirt to Rollins' reign. Dollars involved in the past two weeks for, for his own story with it styles. But it the purpose to put Rolls in an added danger. Hard to be and just honestly. Anyway, let's more to this. Let's get to the other stuff. The uh, men defeated Tamina by Pitfall defeat. We defeat. Rhea Ripley and um, Dominic Mysterio ringslide, but Ripley did not enter the ring after the match. Chad gave defeated Matt Riddle by Pitfall by Side. The men's continued story. Ryan reshaped the gloomest story. Miss getting claimed John Gargar the revelation that Miss paid Lemons to be a stalker for a turn real was a lie. Gargar came to the ring and after Miss said he would not play Lemons the money he owed him, the cameraman in the ring revealed to be Lemons that Miss missed running. Yeah, that was pretty of the segment. We got Dominic and Steve Derrick defeating to Benjamin by Pinfo with a frog slash. Then we got defeated Banner broke by Pitfall and Musa after the match with Yim Kane, K-Nan announced that she was joining Maca Balear at team at war games. Rhea Ripley told Bailey that she was joining their team so he could go after Yim. So yeah, that that's a female women's war, war game at Super Series. I'll still give it a watch, see where mm-hmm. like, See if I watch it or not. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Alright there, here's Barry Court defeated Akira Tazawa by pinfall. at the end of the days. The match came about as the beat at the Tarzan beat core at a poker locker of the show. Yeah, so all, in all raw was pretty much okay, but not in my taste, so yeah. Alright, will review ramp I mean SmackDown right about now. Alright, here's the rampage recap. Let's start with AW World Championship Minor Tournament. First round, Starks versus defeated Lance Archer. Apparently, Starks managed to get the victory over Lance Archer with a roll-up. Post-match, in prison 9 not Brian Cage shows up as Archer attacks Starks behind. Archer and slams Starks in the ring steps. So basically, Starks and Brian Cage will face at the pre-show through an hour. Most likely, Starks will have broken ribs. But, you know, this weekend, full gear will be good. And... And stay tuned when uh, I announce something at the end. The with old Gear, stay tuned. All right, we go to Shavon interviewing Jericho saying Guevara. This is what Jericho what he was said. He says sooner or later things will break down between Danielson and Casanoli. because the Eagles are too big. He says the the ROH World Championship will stay with him, and he and Guevara guarantee it. Jericho leaves. The we will see about that. Yeah. So basically, I see a dissension between Jericho and Guevara. But I think is gonna take the title from Jericho, most likely, because Guevara's mostly has a bigger heel f- reaction than Jericho, and mostly Jericho might have something involved, something going on. I don't know. It's something we may see. So okay, we got Hook defeating Lee Moriarty, and retain the FTW championship. It is not an official title; it's an unofficial title. Anyway, Hook destroy Lee Moriarty, basically kicked his ass. It was a great technical matchup. Hope guys win. Lee Moriarty will win the ring of our pure champion or the world champion. We might see. So yeah, mhm. Anyway, during the post-match, like, I mean, Athena defeated Madison Rain. It was a squash match when Athena dominated Madison Rain. Post-match, Athena attacked and Rain. Aubrey tried to break it up, Bridget, but Athena dexed dex her. Mercedes Martinez returns and confront Athena chase her out of the ring. The evil Dan Hansen is back. Do a promo, it was when, when the best friend sends the factory something. It was like basically Dan Hansen is back. It's basically from the recap. Let's talk about the recap. I'll tell you about the recap about the evil Dan Hansen. Okay, Ray Paquette interviews best friends. Factory Arna Cassidy challenged the fact to a 5-on-5 match of full gear. TTM Marshall is five and three of the best friends. Romero shows up. QT says so. 4 and 5. ArchCastor gives QT a tail tape. Best friends they leave and the field tape we see a footage of that has a film rail and a jar of teeth. So QT says just an enhanced and so yeah it's where we're gonna have a 5 out 5 with evil Dan Hanson joining the best friends and Rocky Marrero. Yeah pretty much that. Uh, okay. Another Richard for for all lives for House Black. House of Black coming back. It is something... Okay, I'm something in my head. Let's clear it. I'm going to clear my head. Okay, let's get back. Basically, we're going to have House of Black return. Something will come forth. And, yeah, House of Black return. <sighs> House of Black return. Alright. In event time, Konosuke Tazashi, Jun Acklin versus Aiken's RT. This was the great matchup. Great match. We got... Ortiz, Kingston, Takahashi, Akumiya, Great Tati Maker, Go hitting Japanese Dream Match. It was like King's Road style. Akma got the victory for him when he pins Ortiz. And during the main event, like main event off this off the air, like Eddie Kingston will face Akima and the zero hour show is confirmed somehow. So yeah, pretty much that. So yeah. Okay. Alright, that, uh, as for a Rampage week, re- the recap of Rampage was really okay. It had some moments. It was pretty good. It, it was staying forward, straightforward, the standard. It made sense, and, you know, it honestly, it does make sense, be honest. Yeah, so, yeah. hmm Okay, let's go to the SmackDown recap. Let's talk about SmackDown. Mm-hmm. The SmackDown recap. Yeah, mm-hmm. For a lot of, for, then, after that, we'll do the news. Okay. Oh, is the ultimate equalizer I get from this. Apparently, Sheamus accompanied by Butch Holland told Mc- McIntyre that a 20-year rivalry forms an unbreakable bond. Sheamus said that no one who would rather go to war with that McIntyre served as the best man at his wedding. McIntyre accept the offer. Friend of Sheamus's brother. Mostly we have a McIntyre-Sheamus friendship. Mm-hmm. McIntyre about to reveal their group's found member before Zayn interrupt him. We got Zayn talking about the bloodline not concerned who McIntyre in the list. He promised to run through in and open round of the SmackDown World Cup at the taste of what would come as Survivor Series. Sheamus teased that Zane will be stunned when this surprise fifth member revealed himself. So, Jay and Zayn Booker, backstage were or not Zane was all uncomp- compensating the verbal counter with the Survivor Series opponents. Jimmy commended the group in Reigns absence since they had the chill out, snuffed out the mystery opponent. So yeah. <coughs> Let's get to it. Alright, SmackDown World Cup round one. Butch defeated Zane by pinfall out the landing at the bitter end. Butch extended his theory period technical wrestling over Zayn early in the match, turkey is his shooting for a quick pinfall. Zayn turned the tie reverse a powerbomb, following an extended back beatdown. Butch halted Zane's momentum by catching him mid air with an right elbow. A brawl broke outside of a rival, rival team. Zane got the upper hand on Butch, set him up for a fight, and he kicked Zayn into the ring in an effort to save as until accepted Zane. Butch took advantage to of destruction and laid out Zayn with a better end for the victory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So, the brawl continued post-match, leading to Reigns' arrival. The undisputed W WWE about Eero as a champion laid out Butch. The speed is more lucky on entire distraction. Nice to kill it, allowed Reign to clap Reigns to collect my tire. Reigns, the champion is very, the now, before train blows. <coughs> Zayn interference opens in the door for Rain's last super- chance with Superman punch. Blood mm-hmm. last night, but said Victoria's for the failure and things on Ricochet. Kevin Owens made a strong return following a rumor injury. <coughs> Owens successfully slugged out with Reigns before coming to face with his best friend, Zayn. Reigns tried to ambush Owens with Superman Punch, but Owens counter with a stunner that laid out the champ. Blood- Bloodline retreated, Brawley Bruce attire and Owens staggered daggers being a war game's opponent. So, what I see is that basically it was a great matchup, and honestly, <clears throat> I'm gonna tell you this the WWE packed so much problem in a close segment. Honestly, for once, both Zay, <coughs> both Zay and Jay bear responsibility for losing the match, added to the Julie Efforts, a so went effort with the Bloodline. Reigns laid a rival. dominant takeover had Wade way to fit it, fitting the stats as a top dog. The stare down between Reigns and Seamus uh, sees a future World title match with a bar burner. Most importantly, WWE lived on expectation to, to deposit Owens in a war games match. His friendship with Zayn and retreat to the otherwise straightforward bad blood rivalry. Owens told Rowan months ago that the champion owed Owens for helping him out. Owens cleared out on that debt. So yeah, <coughs> the main event. Anyway. So, anyway, is the rest of the match that I hadn't talked about. Uh, more important, yeah. So about the World Cup round one. Ricochet defeated Mufasa Ali by pinfall to crushing Ali when she started Ricochet advanced to the World Cup semi finals. Kofi Kingston and Xavier Wood expressed their disappointment in losing their record as the longest reign of tag team champion in WWE history. Usos. Mm hmm. Kurt Cross defeated Madcap Moss by smashing out the lock in the cross jacket. Emma corrupted. Confront for pre-match and check on the post-match stuff, you know. LA Knight. She confronted Bray Wyatt in a ring, slapping her adventures for last week. Headbutt. Wyatt said they were even and offered Knight a handshake. Knight slapped Wyatt again. Knight was later found conscious, trapped under a pile of rubble backstage. Shot defeated Shane by Fiffle after catching her on a schoolboy pin. Then the New Day was Kingston and Braun Strowman defeat Imperium, Gunther, Kaiser and Giovanni, Vince by Pinfall after the New Day, finish off Kaiser with a midnight hour. Strowman <sighs> <clears> was the mystery partner, southern by New Day who went to Woods and Kingston had a bad rebel and the from Imperium backstage. Then Ricochet confronted Strowman backstage and headed head of their the semi finals match next week. Yeah, so yeah, basically SmackDown next week will be okay, a lot better. This week SmackDown was was okay, but I gotta look for the full gear, which will be review, which I will basically will be talking about like after the news thing. So yeah, so here comes the news. All right, now here's some news. Let, let's get to the news. Okay, WWE has given a character makeover to Austin Theory. During the backstage interview, Austin Theory talked about his failed money back in cash last week on Monday Night Raw this week. Theory acknowledged it was not possible to beat Roman, and that's why he went out the US champion of Rollins last week. Ziggler appeared to try to help Theory, but theory clapped back and he's done nothing but called Pro Youngest at anything. Theory wrestled and Dolph Ziggler moments later, he would won the match, see to send Ziggler there to the right. Stimps and the ringside definitely honestly um, disqualified there for not listening to the referee's please stop. After the match, there were tossed around the future, chair at the ringside official around the stop for continuing the attack on Ziggler. During the match, was nobody announced that Dingler. Zed Theory is no longer have phone for selfies. He's also more serious. I dropped some of the goofy things his character has done under Mr. Man's regime. So basically, Theory is going to get a new makeover. He's no longer a goofy dude. He's going to do selfies. He's more straightforward and straightforward. So I like to see more from Theory. A lot more from him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Full, AEW Full Gear to the Air and Selected Theaters. This is more to this. AEW has issued the following, AEW Joe Hand Promotions bringing AEW Full Year movie theaters across North America on Saturday, November 19th On November 14th, 2022, AEW Joe Hand Promotions today announced that fans in the United States, Canada will be able to experience the anticipated AEW Full Year pay-per-view selected movie theaters on Saturday, November 19th, beginning at 7 p.m. Eastern. Broadcasting Live from Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey, fans can choose more than 300 movie theaters across North America to join the epic ma- matchup, including the main event, the AEW World Championship, Moxley vs. NJF, the, the AEW Arrow Women's Cha- World Champion, Tony Storm, vs. Jay Hader. AEW World Tag Belts, the Acclaimed vs. Swear of Our Glory, ROH World Champion, Jericho vs. Costanelli vs. Daneson vs. Guevara, and we have the TBS champion Gargal versus Nautilus Rose, the Seal Cage match for Jungle Boy versus Luchasaurus, Saria versus Dr. B- Baker DMD, Sting and Darianna versus Jet Jar and Jay Lethal. And this show, J- additional matches made announced in the lead up to Saturday's event. Because <coughs> Joe Hand Promotions, Lee provided a live content at the theaters, story bars, and restaurants, Make 88 fully available to so theaters, including. Cinemark, AMC, Regal, Amy Theaters, Marcus Theaters in the United States, Landmark Cinemas in Canada, and Cinema in Latin America. To locate theaters showing events, check Joe Han Promotions website, le- le- com. As AW continues to grow and with their fan base, we are bound to partner with them finding new ways to connect to the loyal fans, said Joe Han, Jr., President Promotions. There are nothing like watching incredible AW events with friends and joining action from the comfort of money in May partner Premier Duty Theatres. Alright, so basically, yeah. AEW is going to continue their relationship with movie theaters, so yeah. So basically, AEW pay-per-views going forward will be at movie theaters across the United States and Canada, so that's good to hear. Mm-hmm. Alright, Impact Wrestling returns to Canada. The stars of Impact Wrestling will, start, it will sacrifice it all alive from St. Clair College in Windsor, Ontario on March 24, twenty uh, twenty three Three, and first of the two back to back nights of high energy action. Get ready, Canada. BWC presents Impact Wrestling for his long we re- return to Canada in the spring of 2023 with two action impact shows at St. Clair College in Windsor, Ontario. The first up is the Faculty fight, so on Friday night, March 24th, area live on Impact Plus and YouTube. Then on Saturday night, March 25th, Impact presents Sacrifice Fallout as the company trust will catch all day reaction for an upcoming episode of Impact Flash, weekly TV show. Impact Thursday at I'm 8 p.m. Eastern on Access TV. <coughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, Impact Rest has a long and rich history in Windsor throughout upcoming March shows. Will the Impact's first win Windsor since the fall of 2019. in 2019. If that Impact has not held an event outside the U.S. States since the onset the pandemic, <laughs> hey, uh-huh. Everyone in Impact Wrestling decided to return to Canada, particularly to Windsor, a city so rich for wrestling and amazing fan base. Impact president Don Demore, Windsor wrestling historian Damien Gear, told CTU Windsor News, "Chris Campbell, that city has more than 130 years of local wrestling history. With Border City Wrestling, bringing 30 years of champions, legendary battles, better rivals, more B-sides that have paved the way locally for shows like Shine in Canadian City." Windsor is a hotbed of impact restaurant in any market in North America. And more said. Windsor is a home such impact. Stars at Binajur, Giselle Saw, Joe Dory, Aiden Prince, Deaner, and of course, Moore and others. Yeah, this pretty much impacts making a return to Canada again. So, yeah, pretty much. It's a Canadian show now. <laughs> Alright. WWE reportedly offers St- Stokey Stone Cold Steve Austin and Matt. Um, Earlier this year, WWE Hall of Fame and Steve Austin Shockley came out of retirement to get out of Kevin Owens in a no holds bar match in the main event night one of WrestleMania 38. The bout was turning into Texas Wrestling for us in 19 years. He seemingly enjoyed the experience and immediately followed the match. Reports emerged that Austin was open to the idea of fighting working more matches in the future. Fight was selected to provide up-down and at at entire relationship out the boots against Sue. Also, received a shared video the working out as part prepared prepare for another interview return. Fightful of the Republic of WWE are registered. Austin back for another match, not, not an offer has been made since the regime change. Initially, Fightful of the of One Start stands that Austin and WWE are far apart in terms although up the former multi world champion. Here they get a matter of reshape that indicated that these issues are resolved. As always, we're to promote a updates on a potential location. Opponent for Austin, possible return ring as soon as we hear more. Yeah, Austin's making a return, return again. That'd be great. Good thing for Austin. I miss Austin. We need more Austin. Yeah, a lot more Austin. Alright, there's more to this. Another of news? Okay, Solana Inc. files trademark Mercedes Mon Statement Maker and more. Solana Inc., a company that was created in August, you have four new trademarks. Solano Inc. is having a well-known wrestling trademark lawyer Michael Dawkins for its trademark. There are Statement Maker, Mercedes Montaukz, Mon and Banks Mon. These trademarks are listed for entertainment and merchandise purposes. Right on the trademark, ladies and Mercedes Mariano, aka Andre Banks. He is the bank's statement and a fetish in WWE. For curious, those curious, Sardana is also a supernatural force in moral combat that involves a bright swing, slowly really turning up men's spiritual energy and torture spirits within the realms. Yeah, basically, Sardana is making trademark and stuff, so it makes sense. CFOX, possible WWE, turns opposed by some people within the company. With CFOX, future AEW wings, following the comments made on Media Scrum, psv fight, video leader, and and his brain will potentially return to WWE. It's pre reported. AWP Punk are talking about promotion. Codron, is some closeness, does Punk is on the wrestling market with CM Punk? The office, Austin being offered a match by WWE. SLA 39's regulation of WWE yeah. pretending to to get Punk in return for a match for Austin. Punk's return WWE would be a big if they could do it. It's a big question, honestly. Do they actually want it? I know there were some people, where who also not want to create, want nothing to do with him. But there are also some people. But who knows? But there are not people on creative team. Everyone knows what happened. You'll be like, do we really want that? Do we really need that? No, they don't need that. We do They don't really want that. But at the end of the day, it's not the decision. It's going to be a decision mostly at Khan, Stephanie, and Paul about that. Paul may just go in there and say, "Go look what, look what happened. We don't need it." He probably said that they don't need it, they may just do that. If it was Vince, Vince would do it. I think with that kind of money, i stake. stay. Yeah, basically, you know, CM Punk is a problematic. I don't think they're gonna WWE will take it back. But I, don't think, I think it's mostly the con decision and snuffing decision. But Paul might say no, so we don't know. So, yeah. CM mm-hmm. Punk returning to WWE, I doubt. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Alright, more news. Honestly, there's, there's still more news, and I still got it. Alright, WWE has reportedly made an offer for Bronson Reed to return to the company. Since Paul Trillivac's appointment, both head of relations and a relation creative company, has been reaching out numerous previous stars with the prospect of them making a return. Thus, far the likes of Gargano, Dirk Kodakai, Dexter Loomis, Mia Yim, more all emerge across RAW. Rod. SmackDown appears that though WWE are finished yet in their attempts to bring back foreign talents to the company. In late August, both Andrew and Zari and Fightful Select were able to confirm that WWE are interested in bringing back Jonah, known as NXT at Bronson Reed. The company, Dave Meltzer, provided an update on WWE's interest during recent additional. of the Reed Center that company has indeed made an offer to the New Japan star. New Japan star this one Dave mm-hmm. Jonah certainly has an offer from WWE. He sent, got us to make a decision. Is he in New Japan or WWE? He got a great question in New Japan. It's gonna be his call. So during during Jonas pre-spell with the company, he reigned as NST North America Championship. winning his only chance to rank bar is released on August 6, 21. Since departing the company, Jonas completed competed both across both Japan and Impact. Melissa know they will be now be up to join us where they continue to win New Japan or where he returns WWE work on the new Triple H led regime. As always, we aim to provide updates on Jonah's future as soon as we hear more. So, oh uh, yeah, yeah, basically, this is Jonah's choice. Would he go to WWE or New Japan? Yeah, I personally want to stay in New Japan for as long as possible. I see more of him in New Japan than he ever done in WWE. That's my opinion. Anyway, update on Kevin Owens' injury status ahead of Survivor Series War Games. It appeared we had an update on status of Kevin Owens may put some major plans in serious jeopardy. Kevin Owens appeared to suffer an MCL sprain during November 13 house show match. This would more likely put Owens out of action, meaning we may not be able to make his plans spawn the War Games match at Survivor Series, which takes place next weekend on November 26th. During the latest Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer proceeded to update on Owens' conditioning, stating he heard that Owens is currently not moving very well. This is from Meltzer. He's doing rehab at Forest Center. He's confirmed that the main event on the WWE review of Survivor Series was going to be the bloodline. The Uso, Sami Zayn, Solo, Zio, of versus against But same as Rich Allen, Drew McIntyre, and Kevin Owens. However, because Kevin Owens suffered an injury, which last I heard was a sprain in MCL, he was going to get it checked out. I heard Monday morning, I heard Eddie hey, says Monday morning, I'm not right, it I had checked out. But he's rehabited, I don't know if he's ready for the pay per view or not. If they do an angle smackdown front and throw somebody else in, that tells me he wasn't ready. I, don't, I do know if somebody did hurt, he's not moving very well, so he better hit up, heal up quick. Make that peer view? I, like I said, I don't know the situation where he will or he won't. I haven't heard, but that's the basic situation. The men's War Games match is in the only one with an empty spot. The women's, women's War Games also had an empty spot remaining part of As his right team of damage control, knee Cross, Ryan Ripley will face team of Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Miam Miam, and the partner they're choosing. So yeah, I see the Mr. female mystery partner. I see Chelsea Gang Green's big return. That's most likely going to happen. I'm all for it. I'm, I'm fine with it. Look, I doubt Shasha Banks is coming back to WWE. Is it done? It's done. She's pretty much done. She's going to Hollywood. That's what I see because what else do, do Shasha? She's pretty done with WWE. That's my opinion. And then, speaking of Green, WWE reportedly believed that Chelsea Green's return is a done deal. The past few weeks in WWE has been seeing a return of two previous fe- race female stars, have been playing their trade impact rest since their ten in- initial returns when the company ended. that Both Emma and-, and Mia and Yim made the returns to the company. It appears that though a number member of, of the impact knockouts division the made their way back to WWE at Chelsea Green, report, company's radar. According to Dave Meltzer, on the latest edition of WrestleMan Radio, Green is believed to be WWE bound with some company discussion matter or done deal. This is what Dave Meltzer said WWE bound must likely have been talked within the company something that is happening. I don't know if she put pen to paper, but she just put it up an Impact Mason, presumably, she says he didn't confirm her contracts and I confirmed that they're talking about is it a done deal within the company. Green previously could be in WWE on the main roster XD brand for being released from a contract in April 2021 after several months inactive through a series of unfortunate injuries. Additionally, Russell was previously reported that Crystal Green's husband, Matt Cardona, and couldn't make way back. The two for one deal is always any updates as Green and Cardona's future soon we hear more. Yeah, Justin Green is going back to WWE. There's nothing to it. Yeah, she's going back to WWE. Join Survivor Series War Games. I don't care. Have fun. I don't give a fuck. For Green, Cardona could join. I don't give a fuck. Let him join. Look, he's great. He had an impact. His gimmick is cool. But actually, I don't know for if Cardona could join WWE. He said in the return he wants to go. Matt Cardona may close to WWE. I don't think WWE could do that for him. That's that's gonna be a that's gonna be a deal breaker, and I don't know will hop after that. So that's um that's could be a potential deal breaker. So anyway, let's go to Mick Foley explains why he left Twitter. On the latest Folious Pod this week's podcast, Hall of Fame, Mick Fully explained why he left Twitter. It would be easy to blame Master Twitter, it was a part of it, but since day one I had trouble using Twitter in moderation it was mostly on me, I struggle with it. I think a lot of people do. Then you get to where you spend your hours a day just looking at everything on there, and Become impressively more elusive. I feel like it was swimming pool full of turds. One turd, you dodge that turn right, you still join the crystal clear water. But at a certain point, when you begin to just be on a and dodging turds, the to get out of the water is what I did. Full did not roll out return to platform at some point, so I may come back after new year. I may let you guys add free shows, run the count. I mean, I worked really hard to get to 2 million, I really did. Struggle over time, post stuff that I uh, was interested in, the Sometimes funny, sometimes relevant, just a filthy place to be and spend the right time. Maybe after Junior, year I'll come back on the new ownership. ship. Then Foley said he yeah, will reach out to Jungle Boy, Jack Pear for his upcoming match with full gear. More on that in the future. Anyway. Okay, W.A.J. Bell reels who came up with a close line a Hell for his finisher. JBL took the clothes off for being moved to a different same finish and helped me get him the top star in 2004 when SmackDown and the heel if you win it, the WWE champion Eddie Guerrero. While speaking on today's WWE The Bump, the WWE Hall of Fame really also awesome came out with the life on hell. By the way, Austin's the one who made the clothes off of hell. You can't name your own movie, you can't give it some nickname and to hit somebody to close off one time in Europe and I come back. That's not a close that's a close off on hell. that's it's stuck from the point forward. WWE recently brought by JBL on on tv to be a manager of uh baron, baron corbin who's getting a renewed push and using jbl's god wrestling god nickname so yeah yeah let's see yeah baron corbin getting a push jbl came back stonewall came out for the name that's pretty much what it's about all right for tony khan he talks about how he has nothing but positive things to say about Punk's on-screen contributions at to aew tony khan's latest media Call this week. Guard another comment on CM Punk's current status with Elite Wrestling. CM Punk has not been seen and mentioned on AEW TV since the report back to the altercation of the elite. Megan the Bucks on the recent Game Mayor call. Tony Connolly has no bad things to say about current contribution to AEW, despite refusing to comment on AEW's current status with AEW, stadium. Comment on that, I have nothing positive things to say about to CM Punk that made AEW, AEW scream. I have certainly positive things say things and then you have know, you date. but I don't understand why you asked I appreciate you asking when Tony Khan was asked You ahead of time Punk was going on a rant. Khan said you had no clue about Punk's intentional stating You were I don't want to comment beyond this. You were sitting by I didn't No, I did not know Punk was going on a rant Comment but beyond except the fact that I had Keevis were coming up right after that and I had Tony Stark after that and I had important stuff to talk to him about Yeah, basically Khan went on to say he was eager to talk to Eve Lee for a during all our media call set up that eventually a rematch between Spurman and Glory and Acclaim for the AEW World Tag Team Championship at Grand Slam. <laughs> Grand Slam September 22nd, which the Acclaim won. So, alright, later on the call, Tony Conn talked about why did Eve and I frequently visits the area for shows. Tony Kong also went on issue and no comment on Station that's an investigation of the CM Punk report backstage. You <gasps> leave during the call. Yeah, basically Tony Khan don't want to talk about Punk right now. That's his day, let it be. And honestly, he Tony Khan's a little, try to save money for the future for the tour, so yeah. Tony Khan did mess it up. He, he should have stopped, stopped CM Punk's attempt to sabotage, but that's on Punk. That's also that's on Tony Khan, but it's Punk's fault. Alright, anyway, let's talk about Kurt Bauer. Talks about the only company that's, that said it goes through his indie dates, want to create a hurdle. This is what's about. <coughs> yeah, okay. MLW owner Court Bauer appeared on a Wrestling Perceptive Podcast week. Corrigan recently said he would open to have an NWA be officiated with one of the big wrestling, real wrestling companies, including WWE. Kurt Bauer said, asked if we felt the same way on WWE. MLW. I think we have a different kind of business strategy, and I think it involves. And then, you know, we're all out there, it's our vision. We want to accomplish the whole landscape changes multiple ways, molding different challenges, good things, bad things. Find your path forward, trying to find an opportunity. They build a looking scene, but hey, there's an opportunity. Me this person present an opportunity with a potential larger company, a do an affiliation. I got the idea. We got these tiny extensions, then those bridges upgrade, burglars, bridges, Japan, where giant came Puerto Rico, or you New know, Mexico, and our town busy. Place where some of the guys from Durangay, some of the guys from Puerto Rico, bring some of the guys from Mexico, sign signed when point of view to develop talent, sharing talent differently, traditional thing. I know our talent benefits to that. We will have where Hangouts, strategy. and i, don't I can cover Adelaide, except the Big Rambler has a different plan. Alright, as further to this, I was a part of W meeting in multiple development territories you know, it works don't work. Look at WWE they had a credible freshman is now with P C. So while I was there, you have OBW, Deep South Wrestling, they had different versions of that since the late nineties where the JR set it up. During does the third party work in twenty twenty two, maybe they on something I want some another couple of like AW once. I couldn't answer that, but and for us I think it's a different path. I'm shocked for our rights to someone in the US and I don't want to they don't want to hear that. They want to hear you're going to deliver, you're going to get the best, best product. And that's my obligation. We were, while we're building our network, 60 countries, growing, I don't even to win it. Court Bauer talks about talent being around the rest of our company. We're the only company that basically goes that these days. You're on stretch to go there, build your schedule. Schedule, you start trying to get some massive bookings. Usually, you get your TV done, probably watch you more. If you get buzzed, you didn't want you more because they could sell tickets. Like, yeah, go with that. We don't want to be involved in booking. We don't want to create a row. We just get these bookings. Make sure it doesn't conflict with our date. and Stay safe and have a ton of time. I think an important part of this system to do that. We want to tell We we want Jacob to work from coast to coast, same with Amister and all the guys. So just, we're all about it. <coughs> yeah, basically, Court Bauer wants everyone to have fun with any bookings, but be safe. Don't conflict your bookings with other shows. Yeah, basically like that. Okay, um, CM Punk reportedly admittedly admitted they had nothing to do with Coco Batman being gone for AEW. Punk and Bad's relationships rocked to see the least. Punk talking about Cobat, which sparked Memphis infamous rant about AEW a lot, where he wanted to criticize the EVP's and ability The top star such a page. We haven't Punk also show main screen. YouTube and still unknown. Punk, you know, permanent AW the permanent AEW fans known that. Cabana TV that agrees with that Punk would, the reason Cabana after much of show with not denies by a foreign reporter collusion that AEW National was on time on November 2nd, Jericho Mr. Pong phone the idea that Punk be suspended over opened the door for Cabana and though, um, and then also reports WrestleServant r- News that Punk is still adamant that nothing to do with Cabana is absent for the AEW TV. That's what Meltzer said. Cabana Wrestling only made things worse as far as issues as two sides. Punk remain adamant. And nothing to do with Cabana being gone. A lot of talent at AEW believes is still differently open to talk about. Meltzer also, also noted that there have been no change in Punk in Contra situation. There has also been no change for it. There's only Punk in contract situation that he's still in the contract. and there's still some same mergers the past Arena. The the issue Justin hasn't got the fans talking about discussion about the in the locker room. Per- probably remain under contract, that so selling and merchandise remains raise more questions, throughout the future going forward, yeah, so CM Punk, like we don't know the Punk, and Cabana situation, so, we need to check update, going forward, so, yeah, so that's all the wrestling news, that was the SLA Podcast, I'll see y'all next Saturday, and we talk about the follow-up, of Full Gear and stuff, oh, coming up on, coming up on Sunday, we're, coming up on Monday we're gonna have a full gear review it will be uploaded on Monday on anchor stay tuned for that it's gonna be me and Noah. so stay tuned see y'all next Saturday bye